0: just want to take a quick second to apologize I know that last episode of the 49ers roster countdown I had listed Daz Newsome as one of them and I just it doubled the Alex Barrett audio so I apologize for that and we are going to start this episode with number six wide receiver Daz Newsome time for the 49ers rush podcast The 49ers have a type, and with our number 76 on the 2023 49ers roster countdown, we have wide receiver Daz Newsome. Now, he's a wide receiver. I'm not trying to say he's not, but it's that same mold. This guy is a running back whenever he gets the ball in his hands. He is tough. He's a better football player than athlete. The metrics aren't off the charts. You just got to get the ball in his hands, and he's dangerous. That's who he is. And on top of all these things – he is young. This dude's 24 years old. He is younger than about, I don't know, a third of the wide receivers that were drafted this year. He's one year older than Ronnie Bell, who the Niners did draft this year in the draft at the wide receiver position. Fun player. I remember him. You know, he came out of UNC and just about broke almost every record they had for a slot wide receiver. I mean, he was all over the place. Very, very production heavy, all those things. He's going to wear jersey number 84 for the 49ers this year. And shout out to Josh, the 49ers guru, who just absolutely crushes it every episode with the research and all the stuff behind the scenes. Now, he's not big. He's not fast. He's not shifty. He's not any of those things. He's just a damn good football player. 5'10", 190, much smaller than what you would typically go with. So think about just kind of a shrunk down Debo. I mean, he's twitched up. You see him, and it's like, all right, this dude likes the weight room. But he's not dynamic in any of the metrics. In fact, if you compare him to other wide receivers that were drafted and went through the combine process, he's under 50% in every single category okay against wide receivers he's under 15 percent in most categories 510 190 not tall not heavy 29 inch arms super short arms 24 years old ran a 457 yeah it's just average 10 yard split 165 not good so he doesn't have that elite burst but when you watch him with the ball in his hand he just creates 7.393 cone not good Vertical 34 inches, okay. That's all right. 10 1 broad, okay. Bench press, 12 reps, all right. Nothing to really hang your hat on as this is his elite physical trait. Because they're not present. But when you watch the film, film don't lie. He jumps off. Now, just compare to all those measurables, listen to his player comps. Whenever you put the when you put all of his stuff into mockdraftable.com, Quan Cosby, Robert Woods, Deontay Johnson, Jameson Crowder. Those are the four names that kind of come up. And what do all those guys have in common? Undersized, better football players than athletes. He's entering into his third season and hasn't really done much in the NFL. He was drafted in the sixth round by the Bears, kind of bounced around. We'll get into that. Now, what did he do before he was drafted? Went to Hampton High School. Um, you know, his whole family, a lot of people play for Virginia Tech. We'll get, we'll get into all those things. And he was going to go to Maryland. But he chose to go to the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill because they told him you'll be able to play cornerback and returner, which is what he wanted to do. Now, if you look at what he did in high school, wide receiver, running back, cornerback, uh, returner, did a little bit of everything. His senior year, he was the Daily Press Offensive Player of the Year. He had 35 touchdowns in one year. Listen to the way he scored these 35. One year? He had 28 rushing touchdowns, three receiving touchdowns, two punt returns for a touchdown, and two pick sixes. You just got to get the ball in his hands. So, again, whenever I watched his tape, first thing I said was, dude, this is a running back that is playing wide receiver. And now, the 5'10, 190, that makes it very difficult to be a running back in the NFL. But he's that kind of hybrid slot, jet sweep, returner, screen player. That's who he is. Um, now, some of the stuff that he did in high school track, he ran an eleven one hundred 100 100-meter dash. Not blazing, but not slow. Um, 22.2 200-meter, 200 that's a much better time. Uh, 51.9 in the 400-meter, that's not really that great. The 200-meter two, the time is the one that stood out to me the most. So that tells me his acceleration's not incredible. His top-end speed's not incredible. But that third gear, that's pretty solid. If you can get him moving, watch out. Now, he was going to go to Maryland, and then he switched to North Carolina because UNC told him you can play corner and returner. Well, that didn't last long. Um, After his freshman season, they put him back on the offensive side. He wasn't cracking the depth chart there. Um, And once he switched, right after his freshman year, second team All-ACC, All-ACC honorable mention, all over the place. You're talking about somebody that had, you know, well over 2,000 yards um, in his time there. Just put up a lot, a lot of numbers. His dad, Myron Newsom, played for Virginia Tech, then went on to the CFL. His brother, Dion, currently plays safety for Virginia Tech. It's an athletic family. Now, he gets drafted in the sixth round. Pick 221 by the Chicago Bears in the 2021 draft. You know, I I looked back. Who did the Niners take right around there? Elijah Mitchell. Elijah Mitchell went about 20 picks before Daz Newsom. Not a lot of other prominent players outside of those two, you know, from, you know, where Elijah was picked down. It was really a bad wide receiver draft unless you were picking early in the first round. And if you look at what he's done in the NFL, two catches, 23 yards. Hasn't done much. Uh, broke his collarbone his rookie season. And once he came back, just couldn't crack the lineup. Really couldn't. And, you know, he, he's bounced around. He was with the Bears for two years. Then Kansas City picked him up late November to the practice squad. Um, and then they released him. We picked him up two weeks after that. So the Niners picked up Daz Newsome November 15, 2022. Just kept him on the practice squad till the entire year ran out. Then they signed him to a reserve contract January 31st, 2023. So right as soon as the season ended, they brought him back for a futures deal. I I think he fits a lot of what the Niners want to do. Again, my film analysis of him, I, I just kept writing down, better football player than athlete. Speed doesn't flash, shiftiness doesn't flash. It's just the dude just produces. Uh, small but tough with great hands, all of the drops that I saw were concentration drops, taking his eyes off the ball, but this dude plucks the ball well, it, discipline seemed to be a concern, um, was suspended one game in college because he overslept, uh, missed a morning meeting, that was it, that's all I could find off the field stuff, but it's put up our shut up time for Daz, I mean, you went through the Bears who have terrible wide receivers, couldn't catch on. Then you went to the Chiefs with a great play caller and great quarterback, couldn't catch on. Now you're with the Niners. How many more teams are going to give you chances? Now he's 24, but teams that value the yards after catch ability, the returner ability, they're going to like this guy. I said looks like a running back with a ball in his hands, great at stimming at the top of his routes, which I did not expect. Um, the biggest problem was he was a slot only can't play him outside it's just he's too small he'll get jammed up he's got to be a slot only guy and my whole time watching his tape I was like dude this looks like a Ray Ray McLeod insurance policy and not trying to be disrespectful like I want Daz to get a shot somewhere and there's a lot of wide receivers I think that he has a very (laughs) particular set of skills um, that fit what the Niners want as a returner, as a slot guy, as a jet sweep guy, as all, the orbit motion guy, all those things. And so you've got Debo, and when Debo went out, Ray Ray stepped in admirably well, had the huge jet sweep for a touchdown. I would be willing to bet if Ray Ray went down, Daz Newsom would be the first guy to jump up in his spot. Now, Ronnie Bell has a word to say with that, but I think Daz Newsom is much more Ray Ray McLeod um, than Ronnie Bell is. Ronnie Bell offers some other very key things that Daz doesn't bring. And so th- that's where I've got Daz. Do I think that he makes this roster? No, but I think the Niners like him. And I think th- with him only being 24 years old and Ray-Ray McLeod and Jawan Jennings being in contract years, I could totally see the Niners hang on to Daz for this whole entire year. And then he has a shot the following year to compete as the returner. So we got him number 76. Do I think he makes this 53-man roster? I do not. But if something were to happen to Ray Ray, which I don't want to happen, I think Daz is the first person that gets those return snaps. I think he's the first one that starts working in behind Debo, especially for select packages like jet sweeps and whatever else. So fun player, fits Kyle Shanahan to a T. Shanahan loves his wide receivers, and they got a glimpse of him last year, brought him back immediately this year. I don't think Daz Newsom's going anywhere anytime soon. I think he's going to be on and off this practice squad, and if they get caught in a pinch, I think Kyle would be fine relying on him. And I'm telling you, once this guy gets the ball in his hands, everybody's going to be like, oh, yep, there it is. There it is. You just got to get it there, right? You got to scheme him open a little bit, which Kyle can do. So that's number 76, wide receiver Daz Newsom. Excited to see what he can bring. And for us, we're just going to keep counting them down. Football season may be over. But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry over 27 and a half points. Draymond Green will he make one three pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 pick more pick less it's that easy everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the Filet-O-Fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. We are to the Vets' vet. Willie Sneed, wide receiver. Willie Sneed fourth. He comes in at number 75 on our roster countdown and had an incredible career. Yeah, Ups and downs, he was great in his rookie deal with the, the Saints. Then he got paid big time in Baltimore, had three very productive years there. After that, NFL journeyman. Um, he's wearing jersey number 83 for the 49ers currently but as we saw last year this cat's number is going to change a bunch <laughs> he kind of gets what's left over um, but the contribution that he brings is so important special teams run blocking uh, incredible we'll dive into all those shout out to the man Josh the 49ers guru um, as he just he has crushed this series um, He has done such a good job now Willie Sneed 5'11", 200 pounds, exactly what the Niners like in all of their DBs. And you look across, like, there's no real metric that stands out for Willie Sneed. He's kind of about average everywhere except long arms. He's got 33-inch arms, which is top 79 percentile of all wide receivers in the NFL, and 10 and a quarter inch hands, huge hands, 94 percentile. Um, Shanahan loves long arms. It's a big deal to him. Uh, He's 30 years old. Ran a four six two forty, not a speed guy. One six ten cone or ten yard, not good. Seven point one nine second three cone, not good. Vertical thirty three and a half, all right. Uh, there, there's just not much there. The broad jump's pretty good, eleven and three inches. You punch in his measurables on mock draftable, these are the comps. Rashard Higgins, Tyler Boyd, James Washington, and Austin Mack, an undrafted free agent that was with the Niners uh, two years ago, off and on, off and on. And so he fits what the Niners want in this wide receiver that could play all three spots, but also special teams. That's just kind of what he was. And so... You look at his career, it's rather interesting, you know, undrafted free agent out of Ball State. If somebody would have asked me to guess which college Willie Steen graduated from and played, I would have missed it. I would have missed it big time. Now, before he went to Ball State, he was at, I'm going to mispronounce this, the Michigan school. All you Northerners and Canadians are going to get so mad at me. Muskegon, uh, Muskegon Heights High School in Michigan. I, I know I'm wrong there. Two-star recruit, but, man, he was fun. a High school quarterback. This dude threw for over 4,000 yards and 40 touchdowns while rushing for 2,500 yards, 29 touchdowns in his career. Just was kind of, he was all over the place. Now, you look at, he was, you know, on defense, he played both ways in high school. He was a linebacker and a safety and a quarterback and a running back and a wide receiver. His dad, Willie Sneed III, played wide receiver for Virginia and Florida and was drafted by the Jets in the 12th round. There used to be a bunch of drafts back in 1989 with the 321st pick. Uh, That is awesome. Now, you look at what he did at Ball State. Two-time first-team All-Mac in 2012 and 2013. He was selected as a Blitnikoff Award semifinalist in 2013. That goes to the best wide receiver in college football. Um, 2013 honorable mention wide receiver by sports illustrated had a great year. Now he comes to play in the NFL and man, he has just been, he's just been everywhere. Uh, you know, he comes out, jumps on the scene way back when the saints were beyond relevant and just had some great years Uh, three great years with the saints. Then he got paid huge. Now here's what's crazy is because he turned into a journeyman after his time with Buffalo, so, or at the Baltimore. So seven years into his career, he just became a journeyman. He's had 47 NFL transactions that I counted. Uh, if I'm missing one, or Josh is missing one. I mean, on-off teams lately. But you look at his total earnings, he's $17 million. He, he's, he's got paid, and I freaking love it. Makes me happy. Now, almost all that chunk came after his rookie deal, he made $13 million of his seventeen, all with his three years in Baltimore. So from that point, just kind of getting these small contracts out there. Now, if you look at just his career together, all right, it's impressive. 418 targets, 279 receptions, 3,431 yards. He's averaged 12.2 yards per catch. That's good. 16 touchdowns. He's got a 66% catch rate. Pretty good. He's put up the numbers. He's played in 99 career games, which I was like, all right, I want to figure out what this means, right? 99 – he's a vet, guys. So much so, his 99 career games appeared in is more than Debo and Ayuk combined. Close. Debo's played in 51. Ayuk's played in 46. So you're looking at 97 games, but this guy has played that long. Um, You can add in both their careers – And he's played in more games by himself. And that's what he brings to the table. It's experience, versatility, special teams, locker room. He's been there. He's done that. And the wide receiver room for the 49ers is young. It's a bunch of pups, man. Debo's kind of seen as the vet, but he's played four years. That's it. Uh, And so having a guy like this come in and just has been in a lot of locker rooms, be able just to be a calming presence – Has been great. Now, last year for the 49ers, he got 68 snaps in four games. So off and on, off and on, whenever there were injuries, he'd step in, whatever else. He only had 30 snaps at wide receiver. The rest were all special teams. And all of his special team stats. whenever he's active, he played all four special teams units. So very, very valuable on that. So you've got Schneider, the special teams coordinator, that's like, yep, I like this guy, right? Kind of a special teams type captain dude. But then you look at what he brings offensively. Here are his PFF scores from last year. And it's a small sample size, I understand. 55.3 on offense, not great. 52 pass grade, not great. But this is why Kyle Shanahan loves him and why I think he's going to be around a lot this year. 77.2 run blocking grade. That is the second highest run blocking grade of any player on the team all of last year. The only person higher than him, you guessed it, Trent Williams with a 92.9, which is just bananas. Uh, One of the highest accumulative scores for an entire year of any offensive player ever run blocking. But you could even look at, okay, Debo gets hurt, right? And so Ray-Ray McLeod kind of steps into the Debo role. They promote Willie Sneed, Willie Sneed's the one that had the block to set Ray-Ray McLeod free on that 70-yard touchdown. You remember that? Like, that's why Kyle Shanahan likes this guy. That's why Snyder, the special teams coordinator, likes this guy. You can trust him. Now, injury history, really not that bad. He missed three games with a hamstring back in 2017, uh, found two concussions um, throughout his time. But, like, dependable, reliable. Is he explosive at this age, 30 years old? no. But will he screw up and cause problems? No, he will not. Will he run block his tail end off and go all out on special teams? He will. And so if you're Kyle Shanahan or John Lynch and you're making this decision on, okay, who do we call up if there's an injury at the wide receiver position? And I mean any, whether that's Ayuk, Debo, Jennings, Ray Ray. Willie Steed is just a comfortable blanket curled up on the couch watching TV because you ain't got to worry about it, anything going wrong. He's going to do his job. And so this is why we have him so much higher than a lot of other wide receivers on this roster. We got him at 75. 53 people make this roster. Do I think Willie Sneed makes the initial roster? I do not. However, if there's an injury at the wide receiver position, it's going to be pretty damn hard for somebody to beat out Willie Sneed. Because the guys on your practice squad and the back end of your roster, there's two types. There's, man, we want to keep this high upside undrafted rookie that needs to develop and eventually he can be a starter. That's not Willie Sneed. The second type of practice squad is, man, this is duct tape. If something goes wrong, we can pull him up. Everything's smooth. He's going to fix that broken door handle or whatever you want to say, right? That's Willie Sneed. So he played four games last year. I would put it at a 50-50 bet that he's going to play it about four games this year as well because special teams are so important. Run blocking is everything for Kyle Shanahan. And we know he'll use his wide receivers as run blockers. Do I think he'll get a catch this year? No. But he's just one of those deep round guys that you can call up in a moment's notice that knows everything to do and just kind of calms everything down. This dude's played 99 games. 99. He's going to get past 100 this year with the 49ers, and I'm all for it. These are the types of guys that you got to have around on a championship roster, especially with young quarterbacks. Brock Purdy, 23. Trey Lance, 23. Right? Sam Darnold, 25. This guy's got more experience than all of them combined, and he can look those young quarterbacks in the eye in the huddle, and they're going to know what they're getting so that's number 75 willie sneed it was really fun diving into I, I i have so much respect for the nfl journeyman and you know the average career in the nfl is 2.2 years that's average this dude 99 games love it and i, I hope that he just keeps freaking charting around and i hope that he just stays with the niners and gets a chance but uh that's number 75 wide receiver Willie Snead the 4th keep that lineage going there big dog um and until next time we'll just keep counting them down all right for our third straight wide receiver in this series you know counting them down 91 all the way down to 1 who's most important to the 2023 season we've got he's a wild card. I don't know how else to say this. Isaiah Winstead, wide receiver, crazy story, goes viral on Twitter, gets signed to the 49ers the next day. John Lynch is going to say that's not why. Um, We'll get into that. But Isaiah Winstead, um, he's played everywhere. He's won everywhere. He's dominated everywhere. We'll go through his journey, what sets him apart, and why I have him ahead of a lot of other wide receivers on this roster. You know, we had Daz Newsom. Then we had Willie Sneed, now we have Isaiah Winston, back to back to back, and they're close. We had all five executive producers rank 1 through 91, we added all their accumulative scores, Daz Newsom had a 371, Willie Sneed had a 368, and now we have Isaiah Winstead with a 366. Lower score the better, but they're interchangeable, not in the way that they play, they all bring vastly different skill sets to the table, but... You pick your poison here. I like Isaiah Winstead much more than those other guys because of the splash. If if I want, again, there's reasons why you have all these players on your 90-man roster. It, he is a guy that's different than Daz Newsom, who's been in the NFL. He's different than Willie Snead, who's been in the NFL. This is hoping for upside, and that's why I've got him higher. Um, now, his name, Isaiah De Jesus Winstead, wide receiver, he's jersey number 28, he's big, 6'4", the largest wide receiver the 49ers have on their roster, 6'4", 210, uh, 33 and 5 inch arms, like those are left tackle arms, he's got long arms, he's tall, catch radius is there, he's 23, now he's not fast, he ran a 4.77, not great, uh, but not really how he wins, 10 yard burst, 164, not good. Three cones, 7.13, all right. You get close to seven and your 6'4", and that's what shows on tape. He wins amazing stimming slash change of direction, foot quickness. That's what he brings. 30-inch vertical, 9'10", broad jump, 20 bench press reps. He's big, he's strong, and he's shifty. Uh, 20 bench press reps is pretty freaking incredible for a wide receiver. Now, he's an undrafted free agent, and he didn't even get signed – in the first round of undrafted free agent signings. Everybody filled the roster. This dude goes and puts out a highlight clip that he made himself that basically said, why can I not get a workout? Um, Millions of views, uh, several million views, and it was awesome. Uh, People were emailing me and asking me about it. Then sure enough, 49ers signed him the very next day. Now, he's from Richmond, Virginia. He played at Highland Springs High School um led them to back to back uh state championships uh yeah two consecutive state champions this dude has won everywhere he's got a parks and rec management uh degree three-star recruit so he leaves richmond virginia he goes to norfolk state for two years and was incredible transfers to toledo was incredible transfers to east carolina was incredible it doesn't matter where he goes high school you know, kind of Norfolk state, which is, you know, football subdivision, the Toledo, then ECU, who plays against a lot of top tier talent. Dude just balled out. It, It didn't matter where he was. Didn't matter. The quarterback didn't matter how big of a scene it was. Didn't matter. He's just a baller. Um, two time all conference. He was all conference at Toledo and ECU. He was named third team all ACC by Phil Stills magazine in 2022 Um, Earned All-American Athletic Conference um, honors, third-team All-AAC. Led the Pirates in reception at ECU with 88 catches and over 1,000 yards. He was eighth in the entire NCAA last year with receptions, 88. Dude just – he's Velcro. You just throw him the damn ball. He's such a big target, and he does generate space. So – He's interesting in the fact that usually your bigger guys are your deep threats, and he can kind of do that. The catch radius is there, jump balls, all that stuff. But that's not where he specializes. He specializes as kind of that big slot role where he can generate space, think Jawan Jennings, but bigger it's um, stronger, but there's still a lot of holes to his game. Um, now, if you look at just real quick, Okay, the, the the simplest things to film and there's not a lot on this kid. We we tried to dive and get as much as we can. Shout out to Josh the 49ers guru who's just killing this series. He's the producer of this series, but there's not a lot of info out there on him. Now, the the few areas that he wins. Unreal footwork. Unreal footwork. Looks like a basketball player out there crossing people over. Um, great change of direction for a 64 guy and he is strong upper body is strong now if you look across just his Toledo and ECU days 151 receptions over 2000 yards 13 and a half yards per catch that's great 10 touchdowns that's great it's just it's weird because like again he had to wait 3 days after all the undrafted free agents were signed by every team until he landed on the spot. And the Niners were freaking loaded at wide receiver. They had like 12 wide receivers when they picked him up. Not that many. Five or six might make the active roster. So he's got his work cut out for him. Now, the areas that I think Isaiah Winstead brings something that others don't, like Debo, Ayuk, Juwan Jennings, Ray Ray, those four are locks no matter what. But then you look at just a bunch of guys, right? Ronnie Bells, 5'11", Chris Conley, 6'3", Danny Gray, 6'2", Tay Martin, 6'3", Daz Newsome, 5'11", Willie Sneed, 5'11". Then you got this 6'4 guy. It's a little bit atypical of the Shanahan kind of wide receiver, but the thing I keep coming back to, he's got more splash than any of these other wide receivers I just listened that aren't the solid four. So is it outside the realm of possibility that he makes this roster? Probably. The initial 53, I don't see him making it. I think somebody like a Ronnie Bell, um, Danny Gray, or maybe even somebody like a Tay Martin. But this is not a one-year projection player. Now, this whole countdown, we have him number 74 this year. I'm just telling you, man, this guy has the ceiling factor that's what's so important about isaiah winstead he's different there's nobody that we have like him there's nobody so if he can kind of prove that he can run block and learn all these different wide receiver spots then watch out because if he's on the roster he's playing that's what i'm telling you right now if he's on the roster he's playing could this be a long-term Juwan jennings replacement possibly possibly He's fun. I don't know what else to say, and I can't wait to see him out there for preseason and training camp and all those things because this dude could be the first wide receiver cut. He could make the 53. That's the – you know what I mean? There's just such a wide parameter of what could happen with Isaiah Winstead, but nobody is more fun. If you want to just go type in on Twitter or YouTube, Isaiah Winstead highlights, it's fun. There's not a lot of guys that could do what he did. So excited to see what he's going to bring. And this will end our three wide receiver uh, stretch. We'll jump out to another position next when we get to number 73.